You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode 110. Today I have a special episode for you. I've actually decided to talk to a few sailors inside my signature program, The Six Figure Business Map, and do some live mentoring for you. So I jumped into the group and I asked, hey, if anyone's having any problems right now or if they've got any questions, let's do it live on a podcast so it helps a lot of people. So I'm inviting on the podcast today, we've got Kelly O'Connor from Texas, we've got Mackenzie Neely from Alabama, and we've got Rachel Levingston from Sydney, Australia, and I'm going to link all three of those Instagram accounts below so you can stalk them, you can say hi and see what that's all about as well. So I'm really excited about today's episode because I spend a lot of time with group calls, with mentors, with coaching, doing all that kind of stuff. Now to put it into perspective just how much mentoring and coaching I do, just this week I have about 10 coaching calls and a few mentoring calls and then I usually do about three to four hour coaching calls inside the six-figure business map as well, where I answer everyone's questions. So in my mind, I spent a lot of time helping people get results and going through their actual problems and making sure that they're equipped with knowing the knowledge or the next step in the plan to get the results that they want, right? And a lot of this, I don't actually publicly show anywhere. So I thought... Why not open up the window, open up the blinds and allow people in just to see how a coaching call might sound or what we go over or how just taking someone to another level with just, you know, some simple tips and tricks or a simple plan because it can help so much. You know what I say, it's hard to hit something when you don't have clarity and when you don't have a target in mind. So it's really important to have that clarity and understand exactly where you're going and what you're doing. Hey, if you've been thinking about joining the Six Figure Business Map, next month is going to be the time. So in August, we're opening up enrollments, we're opening up the gates, and it's going to be incredible. We've been brainstorming how we can get people some results and actually how we can get people money to help them pay for this as well. So we're going to be putting on a three-day boot camp to help you overcome the obstacles so you can price and charge what you feel like you're worth and what you feel like the market believes that you're worth as well. So we're going to be doing a three-day bootcamp, which is going to be next level. And then I'm opening up the business map and we're going to be bringing bonuses and everything. So it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very interactive. And I know there's a lot of you guys that have been waiting on the fence for months now to join, hoping that I'm going to open it up. I know that because I get direct messages every single day. And this is going to be your chance for me to welcome you into the group, get to know you, get to know your business and start getting you results. So head over to my website, which is at jialong.co and you're going to see right there, you can sign up to the wait list. And as a bonus, you're going to get my pricing calculator for free as well. So go to jialong.co, join that wait list. You're going to find out everything that's happening next month what I've got in store for you. You're going to be surprised. You're going to be very happy and I'm excited to to actually hear from you. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey, so we have Kelly here from Inside the Business Map and I'm really excited to talk to Kelly. But hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Jai? Good. Can you introduce yourself a little bit? I want to hear about who you are and where you are and what you do. 
Absolutely. So my name's Kelly. I'm 26 years old. I am an Austin wedding photographer and went full-time with my business during the middle of a pandemic. So it's been a crazy year. (laughs) Tell me about that a little bit. Like, I know a lot of people are asking right now, should I go full-time? I don't know if it's the right time, you know, during a pandemic, but tell me like what what got you over the edge to go full-time? Absolutely. Yeah. So long story short, when I was um, at college, I was studying uh, English and business, kind of had a normal career path planned for me. And I had a full-time accounting job lined up for after graduation. I got a camera from my family as a gift. They thought that I would be great at taking photos and really enjoy it. So I was doing some portrait work on the side and like liking it, but always knew like, without a doubt, I need a normal eight to five office job. So I graduated and started working and just immediately realized that one, I didn't like accounting Two, working for someone else was not for me. But three, like the exciting thing was, was I was starting to love like taking photos. So I quickly realized like, okay, I need to figure out how I could turn this into a full-time job. And for me, I knew that in Texas, that meant being a wedding photographer, but I had never shot a wedding. So what I did, (laughs) yeah, never shot a wedding ever just, you know, had been a guest. So I reached out to a few photographers in the area that I really admired. And I said, Hey, I've never shot a wedding, but I would love to like, come work with you. I will do whatever it takes. I just want to be a part like of a day with you and kind of see like how that would be. And this awesome gal reached back out to me and she was like, I would love to have you. So literally within 10 minutes of shooting that wedding, I knew, oh my gosh, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. It was just crazy. So I like have a very relentless, crazy personality. So I was like, okay, I have to do this. How am I going to do this? So I started just booking more like second shooting work in order to kind of build a portfolio. And that next year I had 20 weddings booked, but those weddings were all mine that I had managed to, to book. So Unfortunately, that next year was 2020. So the year that yeah, I was wow. really excited about, I was like, you know, I think I could maybe like quit my job. Like I might be making enough money. Then COVID hits and the world shuts down and my dreams were a little bit crushed. I was like, okay, I'm going to be keeping this accounting job. Maybe this is like what I'm supposed to do. But things, you know, really took a turn when they opened Texas back up. All of my couples were so incredible. And if any of them postponed, they kept me for their actual date. And we did micro weddings or we did an awesome shoot somewhere else, like to replace their big wedding. And so somehow I was able to to keep all of my weddings and it was really awesome. But for some reason, I still have this limiting belief like, there's no way like I could do this full time. Like, even though I had the bookings, I just was like scared. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was good enough until actually. So I was sitting in my cubicle, like looking at my boring computer, listening to your podcast episode with Kaylee from Kansas. And we talked about being like working in retail and she was walking or watching people walk by 
like outside of the store and they were like living their lives and enjoying themselves. And that was how I felt. I was like staring out the window of my office, watching people enjoy themselves. And I was, you know, miserable working this job that I hated. So three days later, I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. And so I quit my job in the middle of a pandemic and it was so worth it because since then I have tripled my business and I don't know why the hell I never did it sooner. So yeah. That's incredible. Like it takes a lot of courage to do that and especially at that time. So well done. Like you've you really are like be, you'll be inspiring so many people, just like you were inspired by Kaylee from Kansas on my podcast, but you'll be inspiring so many people right now with your story and just having the courage to put yourself out there and actually make something happen. Like it's incredible and having no excuses as well. Yeah. Thanks. It's been, you know, it just takes that first step, like believing in yourself. Yeah. And I think um, it's, what's really cool for me is I've seen you grow leaps and bounds over the last year, basically. And it's been so cool just watching you not only just smashing limiting beliefs, but growing your business and taking charge and being proud of it. Yeah, I'm so excited. I never thought like I set my unrealistic goal for the year. I was like, I'm going to hit six figures by December, right? And I yeah. did it in June. So like, I don't, yeah, I remember. don't know. Crazy. So I feel thankful and, you know, hard work pays off, but. That's, that's just like way less than 12 months. Like it's not many people do that. So I've got to say like, it's amazing what you've done. Thank you. Well, with lots of help from you and you know, it's cool having an awesome community in the business map, but also like I have some great photographer friends in Austin and it's really cool. So. Awesome. Hey Kelly. So what are you stuck with right now? And um, how can I help you go to your next level? Yeah. So my goal for 2022 is to be booking more weddings that I am like so excited about. Like I just can't wait to get there on that day. So I am 50% booked for 2022, but I would love to fill like the second half of the year with, you know, a few, I would love some destination weddings. So I have one luckily in January. So I'm definitely gonna be posting that a lot and, you know, advertising it a lot, of course, but I would love to get more. And then for me, I feel like I am very like my website, my wedding magazine, and like what I put out on social media, I think it's very cohesive. But for some reason, I don't know if it is because I'm not getting all of the same type of um, clients. So maybe I'm not niching down enough to know, like to really put out there what I'm looking for in clients. Cause I want us to vibe well and, you know, hopefully continue and have a long relationship after their day. Yeah. It does come down to like a branding and everything is one part of it. And you said that everything's very cohesive, but it does come down to the language that we use, how much we communicate, you know, not only what do we want, but what we stand for and what do our clients stand to gain if they work with us. So I want to just do a little breakdown right now, like with your favorite, most exciting wedding next year, how do they actually find you? 
<laughs> they found me through my old job, actually. So I was like, you know, trying to keep yes. it on the down low that I, you know, wasn't going to leave them as soon as I was ready. But it was one of my coworkers. So she's having um, her wedding at like, I guess it's the new number one venue in Austin. So I've been just like waiting to shoot there. So, That's so she cool. found me by, you know, us making a personal relationship. Okay. So with that, right. Many of us, we put so much time on social media and digital marketing and try and put ourselves out there to people that don't know us. And when people don't know you, it is a different connection. But what we all have, like including you, including me, like everybody, is we have an inner circle of people that know who we are and identify us as being their friends. And a lot of the times their weddings are the most incredible because they're people that completely trust you, trust your creativity. And it's easy to actually book those people. But we forget that. And sometimes we try and reach too far. Like you were saying, you want to do more destinations. Sometimes we try and reach too far out of our inner circle. But what I suggest to people is create a bigger inner circle, right? So the more that you actually, and for you, Kelly, I think for you to actually extend your network, and you can do it in so many different ways, it doesn't just have to be in person, but extending your network with who you know wherever it is, and especially if they're in more niche smaller subcategories or subgroups of people. So it's, for instance, like it could be people that just rock climb. If you want to be a destination wedding photographer and you want to do more stuff in like national parks, it's like, how do I get into a group of people that rock climb and then get into the broader community with the Facebook group? And how can I infiltrate and make them my tribe? But right now, I do think like if you work on closer relationships, and when I talk about closer relationships, I'm talking about other photographers, because they're going to refer you, you're going to find some great stuff. For instance, like if you were already booked for your friend's wedding, you would have referred on someone that you would have believed that would do an amazing job for them. But then also other wedding vendors that absolutely love your vibe and what you do as well. And they love your language. And then also the clients that you've already booked, especially the ones that you really resonate with them and you're still friends with them. Like, don't forget those people because they're now in your inner circle. So you can show up more for them and, you know, help them in different ways and make sure you email them and, and keep in front of mind. I know for myself, one game changer I've had over the last eight years is I've got a mailing list to all my past clients and future clients and I keep everyone in the loop. But people that I've shot eight years ago still recommend me, even though I'm in a completely different price range now, to their new friends. And I'm still in those friendship circles and they're the weddings that I love the most. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel like now that the pandemic's over, I want to like get back into, you know, going to the gym and like meeting people there and different places to where I could, you know, and my close circle. Cause at this point in Texas, most of my friends are already married. So like all my friends, you know, in their early (laughs) twenties, they're all married. So I need to find some younger friends, I guess. Well, one cool thing is, and a lot of people forget this, it's like sometimes your friends are married, but their friends are not. And um, your inner circle extends to their inner circle. So the more that you're like, I actually ask my friends, like, hey, do you know anyone that's getting married? Or like, especially if they're not like good, good friends. So that way, like, I don't know all their friends, but I always make sure that I'm front and center in mind with my marketing, with my messaging and letting people know that like I exist, I guess. So yeah, I, I guess like sort of hitting your inner circle before you start extending out to the outer rings of like people. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Here's a here's a question for you. So yes. if you saw someone like I, recently, I've noticed people following me on Instagram and then they've just gotten engaged. And so I'm pretty outgoing, but it's not like me to just literally comment on their photo. Hey, congratulations on the engagement. Like, but I know that I need to do that, I guess. Like it's something that I know I need to do, but for some reason I'm not doing it. Hey, you could, you could even take it one step further instead of just doing that because it's more passive. You could just send them a DM and say, hey, I've seen that you just got engaged. You know, we've got mutual friends or I've been in that area or I've, whatever it is, whatever connection that you have or however you found them and say, look, I know how hard it is to plan a wedding. I am a wedding photographer. So if you need any help with anything, even if you don't choose me as your photographer and you want a list of photographers, I can help you in any way. You just ask me, okay? And so if you're actually extending out and starting to work for them before they even know who you are, I think it's going to go a long way. And look, another thing is, here's the thing. You see someone engaged on Instagram and instead of just going straight to them, like drawing a straight line, how do I just get those people, talk to those people? What we usually do is we go, okay, let's go back to our website to try and attract them. Let's make some content. Let's make a reel and see if they see it. Let's do a Facebook ad and hopefully they scroll past it. And we try and do things so passive and then we get passive results. We're like, why isn't anyone hitting me up, you know? And I think like the more that you're direct with exactly what you want, you know, I am like this with everything. If I want a feature in a magazine, I don't wait for the magazine to look at me. I directly email the editor and say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I can do for you. Even if you don't use me, I can help you in some way. And I offer my services and I give value. So yeah, absolutely. If you see that, like, man, I would just be shamelessly going straight in, DM and, and starting that connection because people feel overwhelmed when they organize in weddings and you could bring so much value to that person. Yes, I'll, I'll have to go do that. I have some recent followers, so I'm going to go do that tonight. <laughs> Does that help, Kelly? Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, last little thing I just want to say with messaging just to sort of help things. Don't forget, like people don't just troll your Instagram all the time. And if you've said something once, they won't remember. So make sure it's everywhere. So for instance, if you want to do destination weddings, you're not just telling Instagram that you want to do destination weddings. You're telling it in a circle and those people might know somebody, right? So if you're on your Instagram, if right now, if I have a look and you're not talking about it in some way in the last couple of posts or on your Insta stories right now, it's not in your bio, then no one knows about it. And you need to keep showing up and, you know, doing a reel about how you travel, how you get a passport, doing a post, a slide through, how destinations are the the thing and why you need to be doing this and how you can get there and, and really sort of showing up and educating, but over and over because too many of us think we're annoying people by creating too much content, but man, 5% of your followers actually see your content at any given time. So that tells me you need to be posting a lot of times before even someone acknowledges the fact that you do that. So make sure your language and your message is on point to exactly what you want in your business. Right. So then if, what would you tell like someone like me that hasn't gotten to shoot one yet? So we don't have photos to put, you would. You don't need photos. It's messaging. It's only talking. So it's, it's just like, Hey, have a bucket list. By the time, you know, for for the next couple of years, my ambition is to shoot in India, in Egypt, in Norway and whatever. So I used to do that all the time. Before I shot in Norway, I told everyone I want to shoot in Norway. And then someone reached out to me saying, I heard you want to shoot in Norway from a friend of a friend. And I was like, I know because I put it out there, right? So you can, as long as you're solving the problems and letting them know that you do have a passport, if you want to do international or you can drive, you can speak the language, you can get through an airport, like People just want to know that it's possible and it's more affordable than what they believe. 
So the more that you educate them and show them that you are the right person, you just got to give you a chance. They don't even need to see the photos because they, they read. That's the language that actually hits them. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, true. I never thought about it that way. So that's great. Those are all great points. And another thing is like, if you want to shoot in the mountains or if you want to shoot in different cities, like post photos of a city and say, can't wait to, you know, shoot in New York and in Chicago as well. There's so many cities to explore. So you're always just leaving, alluding that you sort of travel. And then the next time you've got one in the mountains, can't wait to go to Colorado, can't wait to go to Utah to shoot some more mountains, you know, can't wait to be in Oregon. And so just always referring on to like exactly what it is that you want, not being passive about it but actually bringing it to the table forefront. So all your inner circle know what you want and then they're going to spread the word because if someone was getting married in the mountains in Colorado, they'd be like, I actually know someone that wants to do that and they would be so perfect for the job. Yes, that's me. I'm ready. <laughs> that's you, Kelly. You're ready. I mean, you're putting it on the podcast right now. Maybe someone's getting married and they're listening to this and they're like, oh, that's me. I'm going to get in touch. So there it is. I love it. Thanks, Kelly. Have you been enjoying the business map? Yeah, it's been great. I need more time to go through it. Right now, I feel like I'm just locked down with my editing um, after busy season. But I think the end of this month in August, it's a lot quieter. So I feel like I'm going to be in it every day in August. It'll be good. Awesome. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being on the show. And just let us know where can the listeners find you to say hi. Yeah, Kelly O'Connor Photography. That is my name on every platform. So would love to see you guys. Epic. Bye. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Mackenzie. So good to have you here on the show today. Hey, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you are. So my name is Mackenzie Neely. I'm the owner of Neely Creative Photography. I'm located about an hour outside of Birmingham, Alabama. And I've been in photography about five years. I started when I had my oldest son. I've been obsessed with photography since I was about 12. So I decided when I had him, I was going to do something for myself because I did not want to just fall into this role as just a mother. And I wanted to just take that time at home to do something I've always wanted to do along with be a mother. So it ended up working out fantastic. So this is uh, year five full time. I would say the last three years have been pretty successful, but I'm always, I guess, ready to grow more. Every year, I just want to take it to the next level every year. And I feel like I am totally doing that in the business map this year. So it's awesome. That's awesome. Has the business map been helping you a lot? Uh, It has. Um, It is a little hard for me to try to dedicate that time with two crazy kids in a full-time business. But I try to do pretty much everything I can at least to do once a week. And it's been awesome. I've learned so much. and really feel like it gives me confidence to kind of do things that I was too nervous to do because I don't even know why I'm nervous. (laughs) Hey, I want to say well done, hey, because like (laughs) it's never easy, especially you're raising a family, looking after your kids and everything. You're building a business, you're leveling yourself up, you're consuming education. Like it's a big feat that what you're doing. So it's so amazing seeing you going after it like this and building something, you know, that you're proud of. It's so cool to watch. Thank you so much. 
Hey, so Mackenzie, what can I help you with today that's going to help you get to another level? What are you struggling with? I think I'm struggling with, which I haven't gotten to that point. Um, I'm actually right at pricing. That's kind of where I'm trying to dedicate more time in the next month to just absorb all that knowledge. But I feel like I'm in an area where it's, I mean, every area is very saturated. Um, but we have a lot of old school, traditional things in the South here. Elopements are really not a thing. It's very rare. You can find couples that actually want to elope. And that we're just so behind on a lot of styles and trends. And so I guess I'm trying to just figure out how I can better educate my couples and also just make that leap to be able to have a six-figure business with, I I guess the area is just a little bit lower income as well. So it's kind of hard to get people to pay that much when they just really, that's not what they originally want for their budget. So kind of maybe just how to educate my couples better so that they will be like, hey, you know what? An elopement might be more our style. It may not be my parents' style, but it might totally. be our style. And they just are too scared to make that leap. You know? Yeah, I think there's a few <laughs> things on this. One is a lot of the times we do sort of limit our thinking a little bit with our demographic, thinking like there isn't a market or people wouldn't pay and things like that. I know this because like, you know, people say this in the, in the country in Australia as well. It's like, no one will pay this much and no one wants this kind of stuff. Yet I get flown to the country all the time to do these things, but there's no photographers there actually educating the fact that they do it and they're there. And so there can be a bit of a misconnect between each person on each side, not understanding that you're both there and you exist. So I do think it does come down to you showing up and educating as much as you can. And I think it's really important because a lot of the times, like you said, like people get excited about something new, something fresh, fresh energy, like a fresh idea. And when you can bring it and show people where it's not scary anymore, like this is not just for people in the mountains of Colorado and this is not just, you know, for people in California and they can resonate with you because you're from the area, they're more likely to feel like they're on the journey with you. And you're also on the journey. You're like, let's change up the industry. Let's change it up what, what it's like, where we are sort of thing. And I think, yeah, I think that's just like so important to really keep going back and going and understanding like with our with ourselves, like, no, there is people that will pay us a higher premium rate. It's just that I haven't found them yet. I just haven't shown them why and I haven't educated them yet. And then so when you take responsibility of that, you're the person that can make the change. And I've actually mentored a few people, even in the business map, um, one guy, and he was saying in Norway, people don't elope and it's very old school there as well. And um, he did exactly this. He started a Facebook group. He started a feature account, a feature Instagram account, like a feature blog. So he could start the new trends in the area. And then people see stuff on Instagram all the time, but until they can relate it to their own lives, to their own culture, their own religion, their own tribe, like whatever it is, their own state, they don't think it's for them and they think it's for other people. So the more that you can show it's, it is for them and you can do it in Alabama, you can do it literally anywhere and you can make it incredible. And I think that's just really important and really important conversation to have with your followers and with your people as well. So practical tips is like the language that you use. Like I want you to never talk about the negative of anything. So never talk about like we are backwards because you're talking about your own people. Like it's you, it's you and your people against the world, right? So you want to bring it so it's a positive thing of like, hey, let's change 
into a, a positive step. Let's change into a new a new style of photography or a new style of wedding or, or let's like start breaking these rules or let's start doing something. And um, the more that you talk about empowering people, the people are going to find you out because you're literally the only person. You've got no competition. And that's the beauty of it. Like you are the only one in your area that's even thought about this kind of stuff, having elopement packages. And so you could dominate on YouTube. You could dominate on Instagram. You could dominate on Google. Um, you could dominate on ads uh, in so many different places. And I think instead of saying what you don't have, man, you've actually got a lot that you can gain from stepping out and being different to everyone in your state. Does that make sense? I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. I definitely love that because I I wanted to elope. Exactly. That was one of those things where my family was like, oh, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and um, so I feel like that's super encouraging to um, my couples that are like, hey, I would love to do that, but my family wouldn't be down. And I'm a huge family person, obviously. I have family. I have kids. And um, I want to make sure I can incorporate their family into that, too, if that's what they would love to do to even bring that kind of I think so as well (laughs) that tension down a little bit yes and and I think um so the way that you would need to educate it is like for for starters it's like you understand because you'll be you've been there and you know that there's no one that does it in the market the second thing is you understand family and so with elopements it doesn't have to exclude family so you can talk about like, hey, I understand that you just want to say your vows in front of each other, wherever it is, but don't forget you want to have a rockin' party in the afternoon for your whole family or you want to have dinner with everybody or you want to have a barbecue this weekend or whatever it is and make it so it's a full experience and you're talking about how it's how fun it would be like that and also you won't have stage fright or it can still be an intimate moment for just the two of you. So you can really bring in your experience of exactly how you felt, how you couldn't find anyone. So the more that you talk about that stuff and how you understand family is an important part, you don't have to lose that. You don't have to lose traditions either, but we can do it differently and we can do it how you want to do it, not how everyone wants you to do it. Does that make sense? Exactly. I love that. I love it. There was one thing I really want to talk about with you um, because you do it so well and really feel like the reason I struggle with that is because I just don't have the time, which I know you always talk about, like you've got to just make, make it that time. <laughs> yeah. With two kids, one of them's about to go to school. So I'm hoping that time's about to come to me where I have the ability to do this. But obviously I'm sure you've gotten this question with every call you've had about this, but the Instagram changes and video, like, I don't have a ton of, I just have my camera equipment and I've never really used it for video. So how would you kind of transition that mindset? Because it's kind of scary. It's so scary. It's so scary. (laughs) And it's so much extra work as well. Like it's, there there is so many problems that comes with it. And a lot of people are like, hey, I didn't sign up to be in front of a camera and I didn't sign up to be a media outlet and to make videos and be an actor and all the rest of it. And so it does take and consume a lot of time. So what we want to do is we want to make sure we're true to ourselves. And remember, you don't need video cameras or anything because you've literally got an, you know, an iPhone sitting right there. I know that you must have. And we overcomplicate things. But hey, sometimes it's always about the messaging. It's not about how you create the content and what it looks like. It's about the message behind it. So if you just had just a simple, you're just talking to your camera while you're going for a walk out to the car or something, you've got kids in there as well. People relate to that. And just like, guys, if you're thinking about eloping and you want to bring your family, trust me, I get it. And your family in it, you know, and you're like, we can make this happen. I, I do these things, right? <laughs> 
because people love this. And the reason why Instagram is changing is because it wants less polished um, portfolio pieces and it wants more behind the scenes videos, even on your iPhone. So people start connecting again like we did when social media when it first came out. It was less business and more friends. And people can relate to you more when everyone yeah. can relate to you more when you're showing showing up and you're showing your family and you're showing how busy you are and you're, and you're even putting some humor into it. Like I didn't sign up for reels, but here I am like, you know, doing this thing. Who else is doing this with two kids and, you know, in each arm? And you're laughing. There's so much humor to be like, if you've seen that, you would, you would actually really resonate with that. And then the person that created that would be one of your favorite people on social media because you'd be like, yes, I, I get it, you know, and I'm just the same. I'm, it's just not that easy. So the more that you, especially the problems that you have, yeah. you've got to understand the problem that you have, there's got to be another 50,000 people in your area that has the same problem. So every time I have a problem, I know that I want to put it on video or tell people because I know someone else has got the same problem. If I've got the problem, someone else has got it. And I think that's the content that people love listening to because they feel like they're not alone and then they can, they can connect with you on a deeper level. So, and regardless on how polished it looks or how perfect it looks or how good it is, like just get the messaging out there. Understand the messaging is the most important thing. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Yes. It's one of those struggles. You just kind of, you get too much in your head and you think it has to look just perfect. And like the real thing was a struggle at first. I learned it. It's going good. <laughs> it's just one more step you know it's just get you just got to put yourself out there and do it and I I think that's why I love listening to your podcast and the business map so much because it's so encouraging like hey we're all we're all here doing the same thing and we need to just just kind of evolve with it and I love that yes and it really is true like I'm talking to you right now but I'm literally last week started posting reels and I'm in the same game of just like trying to work it out and you know, I get into the business map and I'm sharing it with you guys and I'm like, and I hate it. And I'm like, man, I'm, I don't want it to be doing reels right now, but it's um new territory. And, and I think we all grow and evolve together and it's important for all of us to bring each other up on this journey so we can see in and see that we're not alone. And I think that really harbors a lot of growth. I love that. Thank you so much, awesome. Mackenzie. That's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. it. I'll see you soon in the business map. Hey, Rachel, finally got you on the show. How are you? Good, thanks, Jai. How are you going? It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited to have a chat with you, actually. Tell my listeners who you are, uh, what you do, and where you are. I'm Rachel. I'm Rachel from Rachel Levingston Photography. I am a wedding and couples photographer based out in Sydney. Cool. And you're in the business map, and so you're having a chat with me today. How have you been going for the last 12 months? I know there's so many people going through so much. How's sort of COVID and everything for you in the last 12 months in terms of personal growth in your business? Look, I think this year and last year have been really, really interesting in terms of finding a focus and focusing on what's important. From my point of view, I was working a part-time job, which uh, thanks to the business map, I've actually quit. And I am Congratulations. now focusing. <laughs> Thank you. It's, so it's really exciting. And now I'm actually able to focus solely on my photography, which is just a game changer. And I'm already starting to see the focus and being able to put more time into it reap rewards. 
That's amazing. I'd just love to say congratulations because it's such a big step to go out on your own and go full time and cut the ties of any kind of, I guess, like backup plans and plan Bs and all that kind of stuff. And you're just going straight after your dreams. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely, it's not an easy step uh, to make, but it's something that if you want to succeed and excel and continue to level up, you kind of have to start putting this forward and putting this at the front foot. Um, And I guess that's what Mm. I'm trying to do and change some of those limiting beliefs. It really is like a lot of people don't realize it's like where you put your energy, that's what thrives. And what you put your energy into is what thrives. Hey, so if you're putting 100% of your energy going all in on the thing that you want to actually grow, you know you're going to see exponential growth. Yeah, definitely. So Rachel, how can I help you today? What's stopping you right now from going to your next level? Or what are you struggling with in business that um, I can help you with? The one thing that I'm probably, I I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, what is it that I'm really struggling with? It's actually focus. So finding the issues within my business, kind of like the chains that aren't doing so well and focusing in on them because so much of our attention is being pulled in every which way. Really numbing down what is it that I need to focus my time and effort on is something that I guess for me right now, I'm struggling with because there's so much noise. Totally. And there's so many things to do all the time. Can I ask you a few questions? One is, is the focus on the big goal or is it more on the day-to-day things to get you to the big goal? That's a really good question. I think the end goal is like a really, is, is there, but it's definitely those stepping stones towards that finishing goal. Because I think mm-hmm. I've got my big unrealistic goal of, you know, you know, booking so many weddings, but how am I what is it, the steps that I need to take to make sure that that happens? Before we get into it, do you feel like you, you're ever unkind to yourself with a time frame? Like you, you feel like you might be a little bit impatient and you want things to happen as fast as possible or maybe faster than they are actually moving on. So then you're thinking maybe there's a problem with what you're actually doing? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we're our worst, we're our own worst enemy in terms of timeframes and critics. So I think making sure that it's a realistic stepping stone in amongst that unrealistic goal, if that makes sense. I think we overestimate how much we can do in a week and underestimate how much we can do in a year. And so many of us don't sort of step back and go like, oh man, I've actually done a lot and I'm doing a lot for that big goal. But let's get into some practical stuff for you because I think... um, for myself, and I've, and I've said this quite a few times, it's like having that big unrealistic goal and then writing that down is a really good idea. And it keeps you on track of what you need to do each day because a lot of the times there's a lot of things that come up and it's easy if you're writing your goals every day to go, hey, does this actually get me closer to the goal? Because if it doesn't, it's kind of getting me away from it. Because if it's not taking you closer, it's taking you away. It's taking your time and your energy away from where you can actually make a big impact, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I always look back and go like, yeah, is this actually something that's making the dream work? And if it's not, I probably can cut it. And then with the next thing is like realizing that we have a lot of time because so many of us, we think we have no time. And when you have time, it means you can make a bigger impact with a shorter amount of time, right? If you just focused on one thing per day and just went, I just know that all I need to do today is write a blog post and then tomorrow all I need to do is I need to edit that wedding and then the day after all I need to do is make a little video for Instagram and you start breaking things up and realizing that you just need to make a huge impact and once it's done, you can walk away. 
you will have tremendous amount of focus because you can open up your calendar, your asana, whatever it is that you use to schedule. And you know the impact that you're going to make with this small block that's building the empire, if that makes sense. And when we pull things apart into little fragments, it becomes so much clearer because you no longer have to, it's overwhelming to think of the giant goals and to think of all the the to-do list that goes forever and to think about the days that are too short. But it's very easy to get excited about creating one video and then posting it and seeing what happens and being excited about that. And then tomorrow doing one more thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely think it does. And as you're talking, I'm going, oh, that's exactly what I really need to do. I need to kind of nut down and, and focus in on that one thing each day rather than trying to achieve like six or seven. Yeah. You know, like this is just a little side note, but I know a lot of people look at me and think, geez, Jay, you do everything all the time. It's like, I don't know how you keep up with that. But in my mind, I only do one thing at any given time. So when someone says like, Joe, what do you actually do? I'm a podcaster right now. That's all I do, right? So I'm only always focusing on the task ahead of me and knowing what I need to do for this week, not what I need to do for this year or where my career is going to go or how many weddings I need to book for the next 12 months, you know, anything big like that. But I do know that if I want to book 50 weddings this year, then this week I need to book one wedding. And that means it's really easy because I've got five days to book one wedding. And then I start thinking, Maybe I could spend one day making a reel, maybe one day doing a blog post, maybe one day going and meeting some people, maybe one day doing a style shoot and I start breaking it down. What do I need to do to achieve that one thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I want you to start thinking, like definitely get off the train that keeps you busy because so many of us, we think if we're sitting behind a computer, then something's happening. And a lot of people say this mentality of like, as long as you're here, you know, the lights are on and things are ticking over, but you don't want to be ticking over. You want to be making that big impact. And the big impact is not how long something takes you or the process of doing something. It's just like, boom, this is the finished result of what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to make one video this week. I'm going to publish one podcast this week. I'm going to publish one blog post this week. I'm going to be featured in one magazine, one blog, like whatever it is. Keep that at the start of the week and then just hyper-focus on that target because you'll hit those targets when you see those targets and don't allow yourself to get distracted. Does that make sense? Yeah. How would you go about, I guess, focusing in? So you you talk about doing being hyper-aware of that one task that you want to do, but I guess life, life gets in the way and gets a little bit busy. You know, I'm a mum, we're moving house, all of this sort of stuff. How do you focus in on that one thing? So it, it does like um, I prioritize things. So for instance, prioritizing scheduling for me helps a lot. So for instance, I wouldn't do this podcast now with you if I didn't prioritize it for one and then schedule it for two because I'm also moving house, renovating, building, you know, doing everything. So that helps a lot. And then the second thing for me to make a big impact, like I think it's it's a pretty easy for me because I've trained myself to to only ever think of the one thing and then the one result. So I really do just um, prioritizing yourself over everybody else. So a lot of the times we get in and then we get distracted because like, oh, there's an email that just came in. Oh, someone just DM'd me on Instagram. Oh, I should do a post on Instagram. Uh, and then like things happen and then you get distracted, right? But imagine if you had three hours in the morning, non-negotiable, or maybe it's 90 minutes, non-negotiable for you to do something on your business to grow your business or for you to work on that project. If you're writing that book, 90 minutes per day to work on that book or 90 minutes per day to spend on a podcast or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for me, I go like non-negotiables. And then after that, I go get onto everything else, which is the emails and the Instagram and stuff like that. And then after that, 
I'm like, well, then I can hang out with my kids and I can move house and I can do something else. But as long as everybody knows, I've got 90 minutes non-negotiable where I'm making an impact today. So that's going to be up to you to prioritize that. Yeah. And that's it. Like most of the things that we do within our business, it's the only person we can blame if it doesn't happen is ourselves. So making sure that we're prioritizing that time. I think that's that's really, really good advice, not only for me, but for everyone. For everybody. Yeah. I actually heard on a podcast the other day that another guy was saying that he has a saying, because it rhymes, but like done by one. And he was just saying like, I make sure that each day, it's not nine to five. It's just everything that I need that's on the non-negotiable is done by one o'clock. And then after that, I get onto the phone calls and I get onto the emails and I get onto living life and doing everything else. But it was just an interesting way of doing it. But it really just, no matter how you spin it, it just comes down to you having non-negotiable time for yourself, for your business, for your dreams, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, whatever project that you're working on and sticking to it. Put it in your calendar so then people know. (laughs) Yeah, schedule that time in. Yeah, definitely. Schedule that time in. What are you doing? Rachel, thanks so much for being on here. How are you enjoying the business map anyway? It's amazing. Like the community that you've created and that everyone banding together is just, it's just like nothing else. And being, and knowing that you can ask for help and support and direction is invaluable. Like, yeah. So thanks, Jai. It's mind blowing, isn't it? It is. Well, I've I've got to say this because it's it's not me building the community. It's you guys that build the community. It's like everyone that's in there, all in there because they've showed up, they've paid money, they're ready, they're relentless, they are committed, right? And then for me, I'm a guide. So I just help everybody getting the results that they want to get and guide them wherever they can, support people wherever they can. But it's not me that's creating the community. It's you guys that got in there and created the community together and keep it going. So it blows my mind when I see people like yourself who quit your job and, you know, been interviewing so many people today. And it's just the amount of results that people are getting and the stories and the inspiration and the DMs that I get every day. It's just, you can't even, you can't even tell people because it seems fake. You know what I mean? (laughs) And that's it. It's not, you don't understand, you really don't understand until you're in there and you make that commitment to yourself until you, you you see the results. Like I'm starting to see results. I am going to be featured in a in a magazine, which is amazing. And I've just booked another two wedding <laughs> clients. It's you know little things like that. And it's just like it's one one wedding couple is what it costs to be a part of this community. And it is like mind blowing. (laughs) Like, it's just, I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, that's really it. It's like, why didn't you you just jump on it? But you've got to be, as you've said, countless times, you have to be in, you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready to level up. You've got to be ready to, to commit and put yourself forward. So thanks, John. Where can we come and stalk you on Instagram and say hello? Well, it's super easy, kind of, not really. It's rachel.levingston.photography and I don't spell my name like uh, the mountain um, or the the place. It's L-E-V-I-N-G-S-T-O-N and from there you'll be able to find my website and Facebook. I'm pretty much there all the time. So, you know, come come and chat. I appreciate you so much spending your time with me and having a chat, being with me in the community and everything else, Rachel. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jai. Have a great day.